Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey, hey, friends. Today we're going to be talking about why I am not running Facebook ads right now, at least. But before we dive into why I'm not running ads right now, I want to call out a few things. None of the concepts in this episode are new. In fact, most of them I have covered in way more depth in other episodes. And I will, in the show notes, link to those episodes. I'll probably mention a few of them as I talk as well. But at the very end of the episode, I'm going to give you some like further listening if you want to dive more into the concepts that we're talking about. So stay tuned for that. The second thing I want to call out is my experience with ads is not uncommon. It's very common, but also this is just my example. So please don't listen to this and go word for word as advice for your own business. You probably have different wants and needs than I do. And I want to give you the reasoning behind what I'm talking about here so you can then implement strategy in an effective way in your business. So again, this is my story, but it does not have to be yours. But the most important thing I want to call out here is that it is all about the ecosystem. Content, offers, measuring. It's hard for me to separate them into separate topics because they blend and flow. They kaleidoscope into each other. And because of that, we're going to cover a lot of different topics, even though we're talking about whether it's right for you to do ads right now or not. So in this episode, we're going to cover one, why Facebook ads aren't dead, even if you might have heard they are. Two, why your marketing, specifically organic marketing, has to be in place before paid marketing. And three, why I'm not running ads right now and what I'll do before I start them up again. The main point I want to talk about in this episode isn't that Facebook ads are dead. I know you've probably heard that in and around the webosphere. And also, I'm not saying I'm not going to run them again. I'm simply saying I'm not running them right now. This episode is an acknowledgement that I'm not ready for them right now and that I'm putting into place the things I do need to have ready before I revive that particular traffic engine. Now, the reason I'm doing this episode right now is because, well, (laughs) I haven't exactly been regular at the gym this week, and my lower back was feeling a little bit tweaky this morning, so I went for a walk around the neighborhood, and I finished the last three episodes of Chrissy Reese and Alia Finkelstein's private podcast. If you're interested in that, it is a bonus for joining their rebellion group, but a little birdie did tell me that they'll be using these six episodes as a lead magnet soon. And it was a fantastic like series of podcast episodes, by the way. It got me thinking a lot about things that I've thought about in the past, but haven't thought about recently. And if you're an entrepreneur who spends a lot of time thinking as I do, that can be a dangerous place. Uh, Christy and Elliot talked a lot about the ecosystem of marketing, what's coming next in marketing, why Facebook ads aren't dead, hence what we're going to be talking about a little bit here. And they also just talked about treating everything in your business as a scientific endeavor. You know, what happens if I do this? That's the hypothesis. And then you measure the results. And then finally, you can make a conclusion. And I talk about the same things regarding content management, hence the ecosystem, right? It all plays well together. So specifically, What started the topic of this particular episode in my mind was in either the fourth or fifth episode, Chrissy specifically said ads aren't dead, bad ads are dead. 
And then she also went on to say that the days of using Facebook ads as an ATM machine are over. And that's a concept I've talked about on this podcast before, way back in episode 150. I'm pretty sure the title was called Depth and Beauty Equal Your Business's ATM Machine. She called out the days five years ago when you could spend $3 on an ad and get $10 back, and when you could convert straight off of an ad to a high-ticket offer. And like I said on that episode some 50 weeks ago, your advertising can't just be pretty or flashy. It has to have substance. It's the depth and beauty combo that will win over time. And we're all here building businesses for the long haul, right? We're not attempting a quick flash-in-the-pan, get-rich-quick scheme. So because of that... I'm going to stake a claim right here and say your organic marketing has to be in place before your paid marketing. Is that the be-all, end-all rule? No, but I would say for 99% of businesses, this is going to be true. In that same ATM episode I recorded a year ago, I said, if you think your potential clients aren't doing a quick check through your social media to see if you really know what you're talking about, even if they didn't originally find you on social media, you're wrong. We are all doing this. I promise. That is a direct quote. And a year later, you guys, I still stand behind that quote because your entire ecosystem needs to play well together. I know that's a very mom-like phrase, but it works for a reason, right? Your kid doesn't just go to preschool to get out of your house. They go to start learning order, rules, playing well with others, and sharing. Your business is the same. All the pieces you've put in place need to share with each other. And while it's not a complete truth to say that what works in organic content works in paid media content, it does usually give us a lot of clues. And more importantly, since we've already acknowledged it is no longer profitable or even works at all to simply send out one ad and expect a sale, your ad strategy needs a lot of content, a whole arsenal of content. So let's transition here into ads and ad strategies that do work today. I first learned ads from Jenny Singh with her have them at hello method. And I'll be honest, it's fairly similar to the same method that Chrissy is teaching in her rebellion group. Instead of running conversion ads, run ads to your organic content, then retarget those who viewed and interacted with your organic content into conversion ads. Now, to get all the marketing like mumbo jumbo out of that statement, let's put it in example form. Let's say you're going to run a video ad with a one-minute video of you talking about your main method or framework. If I were going to do this right now, I'd probably teach on my three M's, make, measure, and multiply. Everything I do in content planning and strategy revolves around that. So I would quickly explain that a good content plan starts with making on-brand content, then measuring those results so you can see what resonates with your people, and then finally multiplying those efforts by repurposing the content that brought leads into your business. Then I would retarget the people who watch the majority of that video with either an offer or more likely another piece of content to ensure that, yeah, they're really my people, eventually leading to an offer that they've at this point self-selected into and are eager to see because they've been nodding their head yes along with all the things that they've already seen. Now, this all depends, of course, on having a small arsenal of organic content from which you can direct your ads. And that leads right there to talking about my current organic marketing strategy. I have a fairly well-oiled machine. That is the podcast. It is the main content arm of my business. When I relaunched this podcast in 2019, I did so with very few rules because when I had previously run it, I felt a lot of stress. And 
when I came back to it, I didn't want to feel that stress. I had at the time a one-year-old and he was a lot and I felt like I had very little time to focus on marketing. So I specifically decided to give myself grace if I couldn't quite commit to a weekly episode. But you know what? Giving myself that grace really worked because I've only missed a few episodes and it's been three years. This last year, I haven't missed a single week. Now, I am about to, in just a couple weeks here, go on a four-week hiatus to spend a little bit more time researching a few things and putting together my next big round of content. But that is a planned miss, not an unintentional one. So my podcast machine, my organic marketing podcast strategy, it's working well. I also have a fairly well-oiled social media content engine. I regularly post on Instagram. I'm in the process of figuring out a few things on Pinterest. Thank you, Laura Reichsura, for your help on that. Because right now it's not working super well for me, but I have a few things that I can work on changing. And hopefully I can report back on them soon here. And I'm also evening out my new for 2022 LinkedIn strategy. Between those three areas, I feel like that area is running pretty well. Not perfect, but you know, it's it's working. So in addition to feeling confident with both my podcast and social media strategies, I revamped all of my funnels and websites this past spring. I also redid all of my email sequences. And that's a lot. Most people probably can't say yes to all of those things, right? So that begs the question, why am I not running ads right now if I feel like my own organic content strategy is in place? And the answer to that is, what is the goal of your ads? The real reason I'm not running ads yet is I don't right now know the answer to this question. It's something I'm working out. I have a few options. I could tell you that I could set up a list building goal. I've mentioned my annoyance before over the size matters people out there. I've even sent emails out to my list poking fun at the people who want me to come speak at their summit for free, but only if I have a list size of 5,000 plus. I've definitely compared those people to certain mail enhancement spam you might be getting in your email box. So, you know, if I built my list up enough, then when I do my quarterly scrub and remove another few hundred emails who aren't engaged, I'd actually grow my list instead of just maintaining its size. That could be a goal. That could be the goal of me running ads. But that leads to the next question, which is, what's the point of a big list? It's to grow. That may mean growing revenue by scaling services or growing by moving from a one-to-one model to a one-to-many model with courses or programs or growing your hours worked. That one's not going to work for me. I'm actually at capacity in my business at the moment. Time-wise, I can take on two full visibility accelerator clients a month on top of a few additional content measurement dashboard clients that are doing dashboards only and a few email sequence writing clients. And... Until I decide what to do with my kids' education, I don't envision that situation changing at all. Right now, I'm homeschooling our 10-year-old, and our 4-year-old has multiple therapy appointments each week, and frankly, I like having time to work out and read books. So I'm not interested in growing my hours right now. I'm also not a place where I want to hire and manage a large team, so I'm limited to content planning and dashboard building being a one-to-one service for now that I myself am fulfilling. Now, I do have Content Lab. I could easily scale that with an ad strategy that built out a case study for it, and that's definitely a consideration for the future. Content Lab is perfect for the business owner who realizes that, yes, they do need a solid organic content strategy that doesn't make them want to pull their hair out with endless to-do lists. But all of this brings me back to a point I've discussed before. Service providers have very different audience needs than course creators. If you only need a handful of clients each month, you don't need a massive audience. 
In between, if you need to fill a 10-person program each month, you need a larger audience. And then finally, if you're going to launch a course to hundreds a few times a year, you need a massive audience and list to hit those numbers. So where am I in this scheme? I just told you what my capacity is. I'm right now in that first category, so I don't need a massive audience. Therefore, I don't need a massive list. Therefore, do I want to run ads just to build my list without the ability for me to actually make a significant amount of more revenue from that endeavor? So that leads us to the final question here. When will I run ads again? There will be a time, probably in the nearest future, where I start running ads to my podcast again to build up listenership and reach audience segments that weren't available to me before. And you can bet I'll be measuring the results closely. Yes, so I can report back to you guys how adding paid content adds to my organic content strategy, but also to ensure that this new again to me marketing strategy is working for my business and making sense. Whether you're looking at doing ads in the future and realize after hearing this that you need a stronger organic content strategy, or whether you're listening to this and be like, wow, I haven't even considered any of that, but I probably should at least start on the organic strategy, I have a few options for you. First recommendation is to go back and listen to my two favorite content marketing episodes. They are Sticky Content, episode 132, and Monopoly Content, episode 156. If you're on a computer, you can always go to my website and just do britneygardner.com forward slash 132 or forward slash 156 to get to those. If not, and you're on a podcast app, scroll back. I know it's a little ways, but the content in those two episodes are 100% still relevant today. These are not theories. These are strategies that are tried in two. So sticky content, that episode talks about creating memorable content that moves the needle in both your audience member's head, really gets them thinking differently about their problem and in your business because you become the de facto solution to that problem. The Monopoly content episode talks about the difference between mass market watered down content and the previously mentioned sticky content and why you want to focus more of your time on niched content that is not for everybody, but for the select few who really get you and are attuned to your processes. If you've already heard both of those episodes, and even after working on those two things, you feel like you need further help, I've got two options for you. One is the Done With You Content Lab. That is where you do the learning on your own in a course format and you get one-to-one support from me via both a 30-minute one-to-one where we go over your content strategy and Voxer support throughout the course or the Completely Done For You Visibility Accelerator where I build out your content plan after walking into your business and looking at everything from the ground up and I build you a content measurement dashboard so we can measure the results along the way. That will move you from that making and measuring mode into multiplying because we'll be able to see exactly which content is moving the needle for your business and is bringing real leads into your business. So you can multiply and repurpose those pieces of content, thus finally stopping and getting off the content creation hamster wheel. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was definitely more of a thinking and strategy-based one. And next week, I have a treat for you guys. Book launch marketing expert Patty Zor is going to be on. She's a former client of mine, and she's brilliant when it comes to organizing your book launch so that it becomes a huge revenue generator in your business. She's got some little known things I think you guys are going to enjoy hearing about. And you know the drill. If you found value in this episode, please do me a solid and forward this episode on to someone you think needs to hear it. We all learn by growing. In fact, every person 
I mentioned in this episode, I have met through various business functions, sometimes conferences, sometimes other things, and we've all learned from growing together. I would not have a lot of this knowledge without some of these people. So you can be that person for somebody else by forwarding this episode on to them. See you guys next week. 